When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so, so she had, she had pink eye and one eye and we're at, we're at the, we're at this like fair, right? And she's got, she's got these like really wide rimmed glasses on sunglasses. So it looks like I beat her and, uh, it's, so we're walking around. She's, she's got like a napkin and she's, she's like touching one eye with it. She's like wiping the goop from her, like one eye. And then, then I see her and she like twists it. She twists the napkin to where it's on the other side, and then she wipes her other eye with it. Oh! And I was like, Chelsea, stop, stop wiping your eye with the eyes with the same napkin. She's like, Oh, well, I'm using the other side of it. Of all the times not to double dip, like this is the worst. This isn't this isn't dipping your chip in the salsa and then turning it around and justifying it. Like, yeah. like this is this is a, a disease that you're spreading. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so next morning, she woke up with two pink eyes. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. And welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Woo! Yeah, we didn't we didn't come off as too like enthusiastic for. Like, I know hey, that was like the that was like the apathetic bit. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. People, it, People always try to justify the title of this podcast. They're like, "Oh, like, what does it mean?" And we're like, "It sounds cool. Yeah, we we've liked it for a while. Uh, it suited our our needs." We're we're looking for a title, and then we're like, "What words go well together, uh, but don't necessarily have meaning associated with them?" And after after however many episodes this is, what one hundred seven? Um, yeah, we there's there's absolutely no meaning behind it. It just they sound it sounds funny. It, it like. It rolls off the tongue. You know when when we did the when we did that one Comic Con oh so many moons ago yeah and we set up a booth, uh that was the one thing that always caught people's eyes was was. was was the title. They're like even if they didn't come up and ask us anything about what we did or what we were about, we just saw they from would a look at the title and they'd just be like, you know what? And they'd give you that satisfactory nod. Yeah. And then keep walking. And we'd be like, all right. They'd like, for, they'd like, they'd like point at us. They point at us from like 50 feet away and like, just like, mm hmm. Yeah. Was, and we're I, like, yeah, you see it. I, I like what you got. Uh, <laughs> well, if you want to point at us from 50 feet away, uh, there's plenty of ways that you can do that. You can hit us up on our Twitter at Apathusiast, uh, our email, Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, podcast no what is it what Apathy- apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com yes oh gosh it's been so long since i've done these. twitter uh, apathusiast 
uh, <laughs> apathetic underscore enthusiasm. That's us over on Instagram. And just get all the links at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Yeah. Uh, we have a Facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Yep. I think yeah. that's all of them. Yeah, you guys th- know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> uh, go out to go out to our website, and uh, you'll see that that I've been messing around with the code, and so there's actually dates and uh, on each of the posts, which is I, I spent no sh- no crap like we just talked about Rick and Morty, so I almost cussed. Uh, no crap, like four hours trying to figure out how to just get the title with the dates on those blog yeah. posts. It if, wasn't if, easy, if, Travis. If you're a regular attendee over on the website, we are we are exploring some options for upgrades and, and changes to the site. Don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but uh, there there may be some change on the horizon. So stay tuned for that. Mm. That's right. Uh, uh-huh. Speaking of ch- speaking of change on the horizon and forced uh, transitions, uh, <laughs> let's talk about theme parks, Brandon. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> theme parks. Uh, so l- let's let's talk a little bit about theme parks. Do you want to talk about for Star Wars Land? Uh, and then, and then lead that because. So we, okay, here's we here's where plan- I want here's where here's where I want to start, Brandon. We uh, start start it. We bought Planet Coaster this week. We also <laughs> saw a great a great video about Star Wars Land coming to Disneyland. But I want to start with uh, where you kind of developed an appreciation for theme parks. Would you consider yourself a, a theme park enthusiast? Do you dislike theme parks? Do you like them? Like, where where do you stand on theme parks in general? Oh, I I love I love theme parks, Travis. You know you know me. I love theme parks. Uh, I know that, but there's someone else. <laughs> there's at least one other person listening right now. <laughs> I I like theme parks. I like riding fun, exciting rides. I don't like spinning rides because you know motion sickness. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I'm I was, with you. I'm with you. Uh, I don't like the 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 ship, the pirate ship ride or whatever, the one that just like goes back and forth up and down uh when i was a kid uh, maybe we're getting too deep into this so far but when i was a kid at knott's berry farm that's like the ride i wouldn't go on because i was like too small going on it and they're like they're always like uh okay if you get nervous just raise your hand and cover your mouth as you're on the ride you're like well how the hell am i gonna hold on (laughs) How does that help me exactly? <laughs> How are you? Are you? Do you plan on stopping the swinging <laughs> ship for everyone? Uh, Over your mouth and ha- raise a hand. Like, well, you're gonna know when to stop the ride because I want to be flying out. Uh, so, so do you? I mean, do you consider yourself more of like an individual like ride enthusiast, or is it about like the overall experience of the park? What is it that that you think really draws you? to a particular type of theme park uh the the rides yeah yeah well i say that and i think about like disneyland uh specifically because that's you know those are the go-to theme parks we're we're socal kids i mean yeah there's there's no we're not we're not hiding anything about that so Uh, you from la me from san diego i think we probably frequented some some of the similar parks yeah uh growing up yeah like like tomorrowland was just my place It, it was just you know space mountain I didn't go to Captain EO, uh, but you know Star Tours. Wait, like, so you like you didn't go to Cap? Like you've never been to Captain EO? No, I, I did. They brought it back. Just, they brought it back like a couple years ago, and I I'd never went as a kid. Uh, by the time I had started going to Disneyland more often, they had replaced it with Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. I uh, think it's still there to this day. Well, uh, well, no, they brought they made, Captain no, EO back. Re- yeah. I think they replaced it with like a Jedi Academy or something for <laughs> for the short term. But uh, uh yeah, Hooter. You know what's interesting is I've 
<laughs> is is that a honey issue with the kids? No, reference? no, that's because uh, Michael Jackson is Captain EO, right? And like, yeah. there's like his little his little Muppet buddy was like looks like a little blue <laughs> elephant. His name is Hooter, and so Michael Jackson's okay. always like Hooter. No, <laughs> I I haven't I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid yeah. seeing it at Disneyland, and I haven't even thought about like. And in the time that we live in, where almost everything you could ever hope to see is on YouTube, yeah, there's there's got to be a, a copy of Captain EO out there on the interweb somewhere. Like that's just, I, I that that has just been placed on my to do list as something I have to do now after we <laughs> after we record this episode. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I don't. For me, when I was really young, I was not a roller coaster enthusiast. Uh-huh. In fact, I was like really freaked out about most rides. But I still loved going to Disneyland in particular. Um, and as I got older and as I started going on more rides and, and started trying things out, uh, I would venture all the way up to Magic Mountain and Six Flags yeah, and go yeah. on like the really crazy roller coasters and things like that. But I was always more apprehensive about that stuff. But at Disneyland, half because I was a Disney nut and I you know, have always loved the Disney films and things like that, but I really got invested in sort of Walt's vision for a place where he could really create an experience. And and that's one of the things that I've always really liked about theme parks in general that really hype up or, or, or try to make you feel like you're in a brand new place. And, and, and these are, this is being done a lot by like universal now with, um, you know, their Hogwarts lands and things like yeah, that. Or Simpsons they're land. Really, they're taking, they're taking an experience from a film, a, a property that people really love and they're being like, all right, let's let's put you inside of that, yeah. And 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 that's really the intent that that at least from everything I've seen from Star Wars Celebration, uh, the goal for the new Star Wars land that they're putting in at Disneyland. Yeah, that the uh, like I liked amusement parks. I, I love amusement parks. Uh, M- Magic Mountain and Knott's Berry Farm and uh, Universal Studios is is kind of over- expensive, maybe a little overrated in in many ways. I think. Uh, maybe sure. maybe not now. When I go down to Florida, uh, when I go to Universal Studios, Florida down there, maybe I'll change my mind. But um, the one thing I always liked was during Halloween, how they have like Halloween Horror Nights at Not Scary Farm or at Magic Mountain, right? Like, and and so the whole park is now themed one way, and so there's not like it doesn't change the the theme from one area to another. It's like one unique vision at that point in time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so I I, I like that I, I like the theme parks better that way. The thing with Disneyland was always okay, cool. Well, I'll go. I don't want let's skip Frontierland, uh, oh Toontown, whatever, blah blah blah. But Tomorrowland, don't, don't you go squatting on my Toontown? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I think it's probably going to close at some point uh, in the near future, uh, you know, it's those like those are things from my childhood, like that. And 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 now when I go back into those areas, I don't I don't necessarily have to go on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad to I I'm just in certain parts in Frontierland and like I'm I'm remembering stuff from when I grew up and you know yeah. the the Mark Twain steamboat goes by and you know even stuff like when you do the uh, Davy Crockett Explorer canoes uh-huh. and and it was like manual labor you actually had to physically <laughs> row yourself through the rivers of America like, never did that that yeah that's my, that was that's work. My family is lazy, work. and we're like, uh, <laughs> God, we, you mean we have to? <laughs> we have to actually like 
like row yeah no let's let's go f- get in line for splash mountain let's yeah. get out of here <laughs> uh but yeah i and and so those are the things i love and i i don't know if i've i'm probably mentioned it on the show before but growing up i my my appreciation for disney uh got to a the, went to that next level that like obsession level when i started frequenting going to disneyland a lot yeah and and i and i really I uh, fell in love with the parks and became obsessive about it and started reading books. And like my dream job was to be an Imagineer and sort of create those experiences and, and kind of do that sort of thing. Yeah. And so, and, and that's still sort of always kind of in the back of my mind is like, I would, I would love to uh, do something where I can really create an, an experience that, that, that is, that is different from what people normally have in their daily lives. So. Yeah, I gotcha. Did you ever? Did which you, is which is exactly what this podcast aims to do. <laughs> did you did you have season passes to Disneyland? Uh, so in Southern California, there were often like uh seasonal passes that weren't necessarily for the whole year, as maybe for like the summer uh. or for like a, a a period of time. So when I was young, you would like spend uh, a little bit more, but you could go back for like a few months, and then once I was. I don't think I was in high school. I think it was uh, right after high school. Uh, me and my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, got annual passes. Yeah. And that was because we both love Disneyland, but it was like we could we could spend a lot up front. And then so long as we had enough for gas money, yeah. we could we could spend <laughs> the day there. Uh, so so and, and it worked out and um, we would go there all the time. And then, like, went there on a honeymoon and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. And and for me, like, Disneyland, significant memories of my life are tied to, like, periods of, of Disneyland. And now to be able to, like, have my kids and take them back there and sort of re-experience some of those things with them. Yeah. It just it, – it can put – it's the same place. Like, it's the same place, but – uh, seeing it through their eyes, it's getting way like yeah uh, emotional and like, uh, <laughs> what, but like it's it's totally I I I have a real fondness yeah. for Disneyland. So. Well, I mean, let me just tell yeah. you that uh, a Disney Platinum Pass. I just looked it up while you were talking and waxing poetic about something. <laughs> something. Uh, Disney Platinum Pass for all four theme parks down in Walt Disney World, uh, a reasonable seven seventy nine a year. Hey. Just, just pocket change. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I was, let, I, was let, I was talking to Chelsea because we're we're moving to Florida, and I was like, oh, we have we're we're, uh, we're gonna get annual passes. Uh, I, I don't but know is that, if I is will. That the top, you said that's a platinum pass. Is that the top tier or is that the bottom tier? Uh, it's that, that's all they have. That's all. It's Cause, like because platinum. There's got to be one that that's got like a, a a whole bunch of blackout dates, and you can only go like certain parts of the year, and you can't go on like you know, busy weekends or things like that. But, uh, they usually, like we would always buy the rock bottom. Yeah. Cheap Southern California, you know, one, cause we were like college kids with weird work schedules. Yeah. So when, when normals would, would be going up there, we would have days off that, that didn't sync up and it yeah. worked for us, but yeah, yeah no yeah, yeah. theme parks are super expensive. Like <laughs> I, there's no question. And, uh, that for, I mean, it's, I think it's a barrier for some, for a lot of people yeah. and, and a reason that they don't want to go, uh, which I think is kind of, I mean, that sucks. Like, I don't, and, and I, I realize my experience is different. There are a lot of people who 
have never been to a Disney theme park, and yeah. they're just like, "What? What is he talking about? What, What's a big what? You know, exactly. And 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 they there are plenty of local theme parks or or amusement parks across the country, and uh, that people enjoy. And it's you a, know, I I like going to those. I like I like going to uh, some of the other regional parks but i don't know for me disney is an experience let's just, let's just abso- say absolutely like it's it's the wally world of of the real life <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's one of those things where you you know it's expensive and it's like going to oh hawaii maui or Kauai, not oahu because it's too expensive and it's not really hawaii here uh but it's just like that's a destination and you know it's going to be expensive but you know it's a it's a bucket list item and so I think I think Disneyland, Disney World, they're they're both like that in the sense they're like, I know it's expensive, but you know I can at least say that I've been there before I die. Sure, absolutely. So one of the other places I think that we'd both like to go before we die is to a galaxy far, far, far away, far away. <laughs> uh, and 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 I think that it's it's worth mentioning that uh, the Star Wars celebration was this weekend and. They, they they released a video, they released a few more details about some of the things that they're doing for the completely separate Star Wars land that will be uh, just a, a end-to-end experience. Yeah. It's, it's intended to make you feel like you are stepping out of the real world and into the world of Star Wars. They, they, kept, they kept saying uh, immersive. They want it to be as immersive as possible. And so, and so some of that is like they're they're talking about like there's gonna have the the Millennium Falcon ride where it's not just gonna be like a, a Star Tours esque ride where you're just like watching a video screen. They're like talking about like having teams of people to operate the Millennium Falcon, and then like depending on how well you do on that ride, people around the Star Wars Star Wars land will react to you in different ways because of it, uh, which I which I think is really cool. I I just. I'm. I want to know how that's going to work with so many people going in there, right? It makes sense if it was like, like just you and I going in there, and we paid like fifty billion dollars to have this experience, <laughs> and it's like that. But when you're when you have so many hundreds of families going in there each and every day, how that actually plays out. So, so there's a few things like legit, and I think this is just from my obsessive studying of how like attractions work and and how experiences work in <laughs> uh-huh. a Disney park. But there's so many ways that you could, uh, like there's really low budget ways that you can do things like, Oh, you go on the millennium Falcon ride and your family does really poorly and you get a red sticker when you leave the ride. And then anybody <laughs> that sees your red sticker treats you a certain way, or, you know, you get a green sticker. Now that's super low budget, but the way Disney is moving right now mm-hmm. with their passes is, yeah. I know, it, especially... We talked about this before on an episode a long time ago. Right, yeah. In Disney World, they use uh, these armbands that are basically uh, NFC readers, and you swipe your armband. It's your ticket to get into the park. It's your hotel room key, yeah. and you can use it to make purchases. And then you can also interact with other things throughout the park, and it kind of builds it off of a network and kind of tracks what there's a ton of tracking where they're like tracking what you're spending and yeah. where you're at and things like that. Your fast passes, I think might also be on there, mm-hmm. but if they implement that park wide by the, by 2019, when, when the star Wars land is supposed to be up and running, I could easily see you 
get into the ride, you swipe your armband, you have the experience, it loads your experience on your profile, and then anytime when you're moving through the park and you do that kind of stuff, they're like, oh, you're that scruffy-looking nerf herder who <laughs> couldn't get... Couldn't even make the Kessel run. Blah, 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 you're that you're that POS who killed my entire family. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that might happen too. Do, do you, uh, there, there's a, there's another thing about that, and and great explanation. I, I think I mean I think that's how they're going to do it. Um, but with so many people going in there and like having a that, personalized experience, that or an actual chip that they inject in your skin. Yeah, because uh, because. <laughs> Disney could do it if they want to. The the, the other thing I thought of the, for those of uh, who have seen Westworld the on on HBO mm-hmm. right like that's that's kind of how I felt that they were like these two things are going together pretty much like oh yeah they're like they want it to be really immersive you're a character inside this world you're not just a a, a park visitor you are actually immersing yourself in Star Wars. Uh, which is with your with your mouse ears <laughs> and your fanny pack. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one problem I have with that whole immersion thing. Yeah. Even even in all of like the art that they show, like the concept art, they show like guests interacting with something. But yeah. like the little girl is dressed as Ray, and the mom is in tattered rags as well for some reason. But I'm like, <laughs> no, people are wearing their Skechers and their jeggings. And their and their yoga pants and and they're bringing their backpacks with their Mickey ears like <laughs> that's good that right there is gonna break at least a piece of the yeah. immersion like it's not gonna you're you're gonna have a lot that they can control but yeah. there's gonna be levels to it right it's like going to any comic con right like I I've never been a cosplayer I I just I don't have it in me to to let myself go and feel comfortable dressing up like that at a, at a Comic-Con. And so there's just, there's a, similarly with Star Wars land, even if it is Star Wars land, I could never see myself dressing up or like acting (laughs) or being like really nerdy in that way. It's just, it's just not who I am. And I know there's people who are less inclined to do that out there than I am. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I I just, I just want them to hand out like, these like really cheap Jedi robes. Like anytime you walk into the park, <laughs> like into that area, they're like, you got to wear this while you're here. You can either wear this or like, I don't know. Here's uh, a leather jacket or a <laughs> Jedi robe. Your <laughs> choice. <laughs> if if you want to be the Sith, you got to come in through fantasy land. I don't know. It's weird. Just... And, and you have to murder an unborn child. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Not the younglings. No. Uh, so I want to I want to circle back real quick yeah. to that uh, that Millennium Falcon ride that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Because because they they explicitly said it's it's not just like hey let's go take a ride on the Millennium Falcon. You are fl- you are piloting yeah. the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Which how they're gonna work that out? I don't know. I'm really hopeful that a couple people get to sit in the cockpit yeah. and a couple other people from your party get to go into the gunners areas. Yeah. And that you have to like yell at each other from like across and like <laughs> that would, that would be a dream realized in, in more ways than one. What, what's, in, uh, what's interesting is, is uh, two, two things is that one, this, it takes place in modern Star Wars, right? So, okay. Yep. Yep. So, so it's this the last Jedi trilogy, right? Uh, and so uh, I would think that this is in between, in between a new hope and, or not a new hope, uh, return of the Jedi and, um, the force awakens Damn. yeah yeah that could 
uh, yeah, I like, I don't know. I, th- in, I think in one way, I think why... they're gonna I think they're gonna leverage the fact that they can capitalize on Ray and Finn and Poe yeah. and those characters and and Kylo Ren and and thing and BB-8 and all of those guys. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked if it was sitting right in the and because uh, there is no gap between Last Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 gonna either exist in that time yeah. or or past the Last Jedi because. Well, you know, well, so, so it, the movie's gonna have come out, and we're gonna have uh, that sort of thing as well. Well, Han Solo is supposed to narrate the the Millennium Falcon ride, right? Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, so uh, no, no spoilers, but yeah, okay, that totally makes sense. Never so, mind. So, so I you think, win. so I think it takes place in, in between the, those <laughs> those movies. Uh, Very fair before, point. Because he because he lost the Millennium Falcon at you know yeah, at some point in time. So maybe this yeah. is part of that story, right? Uh, okay. And, and which leads into the second point, which is, I know this episode's about theme parks, but uh, also th- uh, it's canon. So they're designing this world to be canon, right? I think that's that's pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah. And So have did you ever ride like Mission Space or Mission to Mars? Uh, I think they only had it at Disney World. No. Um, this, this was a ride that... It was at Epcot, and it was a simulator. Uh, you would go in as a group of four, and they had two versions. They had an intense version and a less intense version. But it the idea was you're in a very confined cockpit, and it was to simulate an actual space launch. And you would you would launch off of Earth, and then I think you would go orbit. It started out with like maybe the moon or something, and then you'd orbit Mars or something. Yeah. Uh, but you have all the buttons and gadgets and things in front of you, and each person in your group has a job, and so you each have like a flight crew position, and you and you have to do certain things in order to, and so it, you you can kind of just play along with it, and and I think the ride will just do what it does. But I rode that with my wife, my sister, and brother in law. And me and my brother-in-law totally went over the top with it. And we were like shouting at each other and being like, do you, you know, we we're just like, you're going to kill totally, us. You're yeah, going to exactly. kill us. But the experience of that and being with that group of people was like a fond memory for me and a fond theme park memory. And so I'm really, when I heard that it's like, no, you're not just riding it. Like you're piloting the millennium Falcon. I just, I look forward to that opportunity to kind of, you know, sit down in the cockpit and like, have that same sort of thing where you can totally nerd out and yeah. you know throw it throw it into hyperspeed and things like that. I agree. Yeah, that that, that should be that should be really cool. Um, yeah, in in more in more interactive like Star Tours, they redid Star Tours and and they they added all these different new uh, locations that you, that you went to, right? Um, and so part of that was like I want to go on it again to see which which planet I go to this time. Uh, and I always get pod racing, which so far. You but, can you can only you can only write it so many times. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So. Uh. So that's that's Disneyland. I, that's theme parks. I think that's that's really awesome. But let's. Uh. We both shift, bought, shift gears. We're shifting <laughs> gears. We both are building our own theme parks now. We bought that's planet. Right. We bought Planet Coaster. It was on sale on Steam, and basically it's it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon in the sense that you're building a theme park, you're designing rides and all that type of stuff, and yeah, so we've been playing the hell out of it <laughs> the last the last couple uh, days, almost to the detriment of our 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 well being and yeah. our families. Uh, yeah, you know, you you mentioned to me that you really enjoy 
management type games, games yeah. where you can uh, manage a lot of like, like like SimCity type stuff. And you you had mentioned City Skylines. Yeah, uh, you're like, hey, we should both get this game. And I was like, yeah, I I enjoy those games. I'd actually been looking at Planet Coaster. And if if Planet Coaster hadn't gone on sale the day we were talking about it, <laughs> there, there's a good chance we 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 both wouldn't have picked it up. Yeah. Uh, but you know, honestly, for me, the that I talk about that uh, part of me that really wants to s- still be the guy that creates theme parks and does stuff like that. Uh, Planet Coasters, in a way that I feel Roller Coaster Tycoon never really achieved. It really lets you get into the minutia of designing a theme park and get into the little details and and make a park exactly the way you want it. So if if you really only care about big blockbuster roller coasters and you and that's your focus and maybe you want to design those roller coasters and you want to just have a bunch of blockbuster rides, you can do that. Or if you want to build your own dark ride and you know build the building around it and put little like attractions and little animatronics <laughs> and 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 have the trees just right and and curve your paths around and, and and adjust the 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 terrain so that everything looks pretty and and kind of has that magical feel to it yeah if you want to put that time into it you can you may not have a successful theme park depending <laughs> on how depending on how well you manage your money yeah but it's 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 possible yeah, and and I I think that just over the course of the weekend of us playing, we've seen that we we have two different styles of how we want our theme parks to be, how we how we build our theme parks. <laughs> I think that's fair to say, Brandon. <laughs> uh, where where I'm like, I, I, so whenever I get into like a sim esque game, like Sim City, City Skylines, uh, Planet Coaster, like I try to get to a point where I'm I'm like making enough money where I can I, I can. I'm making enough money. Everything is settled. It's like it's at a a a steady enough place where I don't need to folk like work on like oh do I need to make sure this is being maintained or I have a fire department or all this stuff. It's everything's running smoothly, smooth enough, right? To where I can go over to this other area of the map and then start building stuff and let the let the time keep going. So I'm still making money, but I'm also doing some of that design work, um, and so. Uh, and then also also get to a point where I could just go to sleep overnight and put it on cheetah speed, <laughs> and then wake up in the morning and be like, ah, three hundred million dollars. Here we go. Uh, and then pause it and then then mess around. Uh, also charge for yeah. the bathrooms. Yeah, you. T- it was funny because you were you were like, yeah, I'm I'm making good money. Things are starting to run on their own, and I was I was a little bit behind you. I started my park a few hours later. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I. I don't know. Like I, I paid off my first loan, and you were like, "What? You you took out a loan? You took out a loan? I, like, I pride myself on my nut not taking a loan." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm running a business here. I needed <laughs> I needed I needed to start off with a with a big impressive ride to to bring the fans in, and uh, and then it paid itself off. You know, I got the, got the people in. It, it, I I paid off the loan. Yeah, it's all good. And then you know, I'm over on the other side of my park, like building a water ride on borrowed money. <laughs> and and ter- and and, ter- and building the terrain around it so it's got like tunnels and I'm putting animatronic dragons on it and doing all this stuff and I'm like just completely focused on that area. Meanwhile, like half of my staff is quitting <laughs> and like 
Yeah. Like vandalism and crime is running rampant. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but look at the dinosaurs are positioned the right way. Like, <laughs> like look at the trees and the rocks coming out of jetting out of the sides. So uh, eventually I kind of got everything settled to where uh, I'm starting to make uh, regular uh, profit off of off of my stuff. And I've fired the right amount of people so yeah. that everybody's happy with their <laughs> allocated workloads. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can you can focus. You know, we're playing a, a challenge mode where you where you actually have those constraints. But uh, I really like that the game gives you sort of an open sandbox option as well. Yeah, where you can and and because it's on PC and it's tied to the Steam store, uh, you can design your own buildings and design different tracks and then upload them and share them and then also pull from that community. And so uh, we we checked out the subreddit. You you pointed that me towards that. Uh, the actual community on Steam is pretty decent. Yeah. And there are people making amazing, obs- obscenely amazing things. And <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, I don't have time to think about what you made, let alone <laughs> actually put in the effort to do that. Yeah. But I will. I would happily incorporate that in my park like, by I, clicking download. Like I, I, I sent you the link of like they, these, this guy out here created a Star Wars assault on the death star ride in this game and using models that that other people had created right but it's just like so awesome and i'm like this i would love this this ride to be at star wars disney (laughs) (laughs) can i actually go on this yeah is somebody taking notes uh but i was just like okay well i guess i'm done i guess i'm done with the game because i'll never get this get to this level (laughs) i'm like i could put like a spinny ride here and then and then charge 12 bucks to ride it uh i'll make i'll make this this roller coaster that makes people sick and nobody wants to go on <laughs> but i'll never be able to make such a bitchin star wars ride it's really cool yeah i it's it's unfortunate because the the time suck that that comes along with that game it's 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 amazing how quickly i can be doing something in there and then look at the time and be like wow i have other responsibilities in my life that I have to tend to. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm assuming you are too. Yeah. And at some point, uh, maybe this week we can, we can post some pictures from our, from our respective theme parks and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll share, we'll share what we've been doing on there. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, Travis, anything else you want to, you want to talk about? Uh, I think, I think that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know anything else. Uh, Rick and Morty podcast is going really well, guys. Yeah, uh, I, I know we talk about Rick and Morty all the all the time, but uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to go over and check out Interdimensional RSS, uh, we are in the the break of season three. Uh, <laughs> so, but if 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 you want to uh, continue a Rick and Morty discussion, that is happening every week over there. And uh, yeah, just uh, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to the show. I know we have. We have moved away from a uh, traditional theme, but uh, we're we're still getting uh, around the same amount of people listening to the show, and yeah. uh, and we, and we appreciate you guys uh, coming back every week. If you have something that you would like us to discuss, a potential show topic, or comments on this episode, definitely hit us up on Twitter and Facebook and over on apatheticenthusiasm.com. And if you love the show even if you sort of like the show you, if it's the first time listening and you just tolerated us to get all the way to the end <laughs> uh do us a favor head over to itunes give the show a five-star review it will definitely help us to uh 
get the show out to more people and help others to find the show. So if you do that, you know, the rating is, is really the, the key part. You can uh, maybe just write in the review what your favorite theme park ride was uh, when you were growing up or, or, or what it is now. Uh, yeah. And yeah. And then we'll, we'll see those over on iTunes as well. So <laughs> uh, that's it for this week. That is it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Travis. Hey, and I'm Brandon. See you guys later. Yeah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.